When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Episode one of The Flight Attendant is over, but we are just getting started here on post-show recaps. We are boarding on for season two. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-pilot, as always, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am really good. Uh, I really enjoyed this premiere episode of season two of The Flight Attendant, so I'm very excited to get into it all and discuss it because it was really a mystery especially because this is not based off a book this season right i think this is one of those those times where i think people are a bit nervous about season two because Mm -hmm. season one ended where they didn't necessarily need to have a season two of the show if you missed any of our season one coverage go back and listen to it we covered all of season one ahead of this season as well as had a little book club excuse me book club moment where we talked through the differences between the book and the show um and yeah i will say i'm pretty impressed with this season after watching one episode i'm pretty excited for what we have going on i think like there's a lot of mystery there's a lot of intrigue cassie is as much as okay cassie is sober she is a recovering addict however (laughs) she is still a mess (laughs) well i think it has to be said that when people who have addictive personalities fall off of the thing that they're addicted to, it's very easy for them to find something else that they can get addicted to. So right. she's already addicted to danger and putting herself in these precarious situations. That's right. been a given. Now she also has a candy addiction. Yeah, so the hot like, tamales of it all. We'll have to get into that. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that she falls back into her initial tendencies as somebody who has a problem with addiction and obsessive habits. So it's interesting how it manifests now that she's nearly a year sober. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. I think we've seen 
in season one, her as a kid running towards a plane crash. That is not something people normally do. She was a thrill seeker and that has not changed about her uh, through her sobriety. Um, so we're going to break down all of this episode, uh, here. We're going to be back at you, um, tomorrow with season two, episode two coverage. Like we said in our other podcasts, the release is a little bit strange. The first two weeks they're dropping two episodes a week and then we'll be on a weekly format. Um, but if you haven't subscribed already, please do postshowrecaps.com slash flight attendant pod for the show specific feed. You should also just be able to search flight attendant postshow recaps and any of your podcatchers. Um, and you can also find us in the HBO feed for postshow recaps, which is postshowrecaps.com slash HBO pod. Um, you'll get coverage for all the HBO shows that we're covering here. Um, but let's let's dive on in because there is so much going on. We have a lot to catch up on with Cassie. She now lives in L.A. We are a year out from the season one finale. I, I liked that, that we jumped a little bit forward in time. Enough yeah. time has passed where, okay, yeah, Cassie is, you know, she's sober. She's going to AA meetings. She's dating someone. Um, A lot has changed in her life. She's also now a CIA asset. <laughs> yeah, just casually a CIA asset. I really liked the first little montage of seeing where she's at now. And she looks so fresh and happy. And I think that the California sun really does good. I loved the little details um, that they called back in the montage as well. She had like this bunny cookie jar. So she's yes. no longer running from rabbits. She still loves her Copochinos or what? Poco Pocochinos. Uh, po Poco Oh gosh, I don't know. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, she still loves those because you she opens the fridge and there's a bunch of them. So I really love the callbacks that they have to the first season, and I think that she looks great. Uh, I think yeah. it's also funny how how involved she is in the CIA asset thing. It's very funny. Yeah, she's very excited about it. Um, And uh, so she, we start off with her at an AA meeting. Um, She says she feels like she's turning into a whole new person. She's two days away from her one year anniversary of being sober. Her life feels pretty great. And so then we move on to this man named Ted. And I, he basically calls her out and says he remembers the early stages of his recovery and he calls it the effing pink cloud where he yeah. was so naive and he thought everything was great. And I think the thing that um, to note is that Cassie is also wearing all pink in this moment. And I felt like that was kind of perfect. I think yeah. something that I love about this show and Sarah, you and I talked a lot about this in season one is. I know we both love the Cassie fashion. We are always on Cassie fashion watch and I love that they pair her outfits with the scenes so right. well. Yeah. Um, and this, this is apparently a real thing. This pink cloud, um, they call it a pink cloud syndrome. It's like a stage of early addiction recovery. You feel euphoric, you feel elated, you feel very confident and excited about your sobriety. And he's basically calling her out saying this won't last it's essentially the honeymoon stage in your sobriety. Right. right. So, but nobody wants to be told that two days out from their sobriety. That's what, yeah. And so she gets in trouble for crosstalk because she tries to like talk over him. But I, I felt like he was a jerk for saying that. I just feel like if someone is happy and elated and proud of themselves for their recovery journey, 
who is it? Like, who are you to discount that? I don't know. I don't, I've not been to AA meetings. I don't, I guess I can't speak to that, but I just personally did not like what he said. Well, I think it's uh, Ted's delivery. I think that if her sponsor came up to her and was just like, I'm so proud of you in not a public way. I just want you to right. know that oftentimes a year into sobriety, that's when you're tested the most because this is where this pink cloud syndrome comes in. So of course the delivery could have been better, but I think right. this is a comedic show. And I think that having Cassie riled up is part of her comedy and like part of her, yeah. she, you know, she likes to be like just tossed a little and this kind of freaks her out because she speaks with her sponsor about, uh, what she's going through in this moment. Yeah. So her sponsor is Brenda, new member of the cast. Um, I'm so sorry. I've looked up the pronunciation. She is played by Shoray Agdashlu, I think is the pronunciation, but I apologize if that is not correct. Um, she is her sponsor. Um, I have definitely seen her. So she apparently was in Arcane. She was in The Two Princes, The Punisher. She has been in a lot. Like she's pretty noteworthy mm-hmm. um and so she is cassie's new sponsor um and cassie we find out cassie has replaced like you said um drinking with she has this like addiction to sugar and she's run out of hot tamales which is her new like vice um and so she's concerned about all the donuts she's gonna be eating um she's like yeah i got in trouble and the sponsor starts talking about like this one time she burned her own house down. Um, and she basically tells Cassie, if you want to eat the donuts, eat the donuts. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see how big of a role Brenda, uh, Brenda will play in in this new season of The Flight Attendant. Yeah, she seems sort of like a really interesting character. I think it's good to have somebody in Cassie's corner that mm-hmm. is an authentic friend. Of course, now everybody I see in this show, I'm like, you could be suspicious. <laughs> what do you know? Yes. But I, I'm not going to yeah. hold on to that that much. Yes. And then we have a newbie to um, Alco- Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and her name is Jenny. She is played by Jesse Ennis. Um, any fans of Better Call Saul, any fans of Mythic Quest will recognize her. Um, she is very funny and she usually plays a very specific type of character, very like type A um type of character so excited to see her here i'm curious to see if we'll see more of her or if this was just a one-off but she compliments cassie's necklace and she starts talking about her boyfriend and then says oh i'm trying to work on being codependent and so she walks away to go get like a pen to write down where cassie got the necklace from and her sponsor is immediately like oh you have a newbie crushing on you (laughs) oh i that i love i love that type of relationship it's kind of reminds me of like college when you're a sophomore and you find like your first freshman friend and you're like i remember when that was like or at work like a work bestie um or of course like a little sister big sister situation yeah Yeah. and so um after that we get to see cassie's new place so she now lives in la her place is adorable i loved her neighborhood the minute we saw it um what yeah, do you think kind of, of the... a cute little setup here it's kind of like an alleyway setup with 
houses yes. across from each other. A cute little neighborhood, really. And yeah, I love her home. It's really well decorated, which I appreciate. You have course. an eye for her, yes. Um, it's very homey. Uh, my only concern is that she's getting these random suspicious envelopes addressed <laughs> to her from her. Yes, uh, with the penguin a penguin keychain and some keys on it. A little uncomfortable. I didn't um didn't know what this was about at first of course i think like my first thought was oh miranda um mm -hmm. but uh we find out later on that's actually uh from megan yeah something to do with megan we'll speculate on that in a little bit um so she walks inside and uh we see marco her new boyfriend cooking uh he has an earring of course i noticed i don't know why that's the <laughs> only thing that i noticed about marco as well <laughs> he's a really good looking guy but i'm like what's up with the earring dude he, he is gorgeous i only yeah. saw one earring but i am interested in seeing if he has two but yeah he's yeah. gorgeous he cooks for her yeah he's, he's a photographer he stocks up the fridge oh and this is another thing that i noticed in the shot um because yeah you he is a photographer and he uses cassie as his muse and my yes. the one thing that i noticed was that the photograph that he took of cassie that she says is her favorite and nothing will top it is definitely inspired by the book cover yes 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 absolutely i saw that photo and I, first of all gorgeous photo oh um, i love that photo i hope that uh kaylee cuoco has in her own home I mean, if I was her, I definitely would be. If I was as beautiful as Kaylee Cuoco, I'd be getting pictures taken of myself con like constantly and hanging them up everywhere. I think that if you're be as beautiful as Kaylee Cuoco, you be you have to get yourself a photographer husband to be like, "Hello, I am your muse." Take oh yeah, of me constantly. You Thank do you, you do much. the thing where in your master bathroom or maybe like your closet somewhere where really only you go. Although if you're that beautiful, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I was gonna say you do one of those like tastefully nude photos. Oh, in, a like full body. Shot. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I I'm a big advocate that anybody can do a boudoir shot. Oh, anybody for their can. Confidence, 100. So anyway, so um, they're they're dating. He she's talking about a photo shoot he had where it seems like he had to work with some like advertiser advertisers to take photos of some type of can. Um, and he you know it seems like he is an artist who is not really satisfied with that type of work because it's not you know creatively fulfilling, right? Um, but he wants to photograph her again and they have this like very cute flirtatious thing going on. They're immediately in bed together. Before we move on from talking about their relationship, do we suspect Marco at all? Because, you know, we have a new character. I feel like we have to throw it out there. Are we suspicious of him in any way at all? No, not yet. But I guess anybody is suspicious. It definitely ran through my head that... How can Cassie trust any man after the Buckley situation? I feel like it would yeah. be really hard, but, and it's only been a year, but it seems like she fell into this relationship so easily. Do we know how long she's been dating him? I don't think she mentioned it. I mean, he, it's mm, long enough for he has a year. key. He has a key to her apartment. Yeah, my guess is maybe like three to four months. I'm that's not what I was sure. going to say. I was going to say six months. So I think that's about right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they have a very fun flirtatious vibe going on. Uh, mm -hmm. They have a little spicy time in the bedroom, which mm -hmm. I low romp. And, <laughs> and I think like the main thing 
is, is that we get a clear focus on this moth tattoo. Yes. And um, it, this is actually Kili Cuoco's real tattoo that was written into uh, this series as a plot device. I think it's perfect. So she said, yeah. if you watch on HBO Max, the like little end thing where they go into the episode, they talk mm -hmm. about it. And apparently she had like a name or something back there that she needed to cover up later in her life, which is why she has such a massive moth tattoo on her upper back. I'm kind of between her shoulder blades. Um, and I think, I, I don't know if it's kismet or what, but it makes so much sense to me that this character, Cassie, would have a moth tattoo. She is a moth to the flame. She mm -hmm. is drawn to danger. Um, and totally, you're spot on. They obviously had to have this shot so that we were like, okay, that she has that tattoo. Right. So later when we see it on the random woman, we, it triggers our memory of yeah. okay this is weird yeah it's very memorable this tattoo so i actually do remember it from last season but yep. we get a very clear shot of it for anybody that could forget yep and so also i will say i did appreciate i mean we just did a season one for me a rewatch for you a first watch um but i did appreciate at the beginning of the episode that they did have a very long season one recap to remind people of what the job people's memory of what had happened in the season yes. before i love yeah. when shows do that yeah it was very very helpful but mm -hmm. also kind of spoilery it's hard it, like when I can it focuses in on certain things certain things i can understand when people um skip it to avoid spoilers but yeah yeah, it was fair good. enough. Um, so she gets ready uh, for work. She's going to be a flight attendant again. She's still working for Imperial Atlantic. Um, and so uh, she arrives at like some parking garage and there's a man named Benjamin, new cast member Benjamin, Benjamin the hottie. Is uh, Benjamin is gorgeous. That's my initial takeaway of Benjamin. Uh, gorgeous skin and the brightest white teeth. Yes. He's mesmerizing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, who's this actor? Do so you he, know? Yep. His name is Mo McRae. Um, in looking at his uh his IMDb, I do I've seen Big Little Lies. He was in that. He had a couple episodes on This Is Us, apparently. He was on Empire. I mean, he's definitely he's on. Oh, he was on Sons of Anarchy. Um, mm. so he's been on a lot of stuff. He's apparently. I mean, I didn't recognize him, but he's been around. Um, I'm really intrigued by Benjamin Barry. First of all, the name Benjamin Barry, perfect um, name, perfect name. But he is interesting because he is quite the opposite of who Cassie is. He is stoic. He doesn't, we find out from Cassie, he doesn't give away any information to her in terms of like his own personal life. He's not someone who is going to enjoy small talk. Well, he's actually is good at his job and is very, <laughs> very serious. Yeah, he's there for a reason. Right. And it's to give Cassie these assignments and that's it. And he realizes that there's no place to share about yourself and right. over speak in these sort of situations especially to a coworker or an asset and we kind of get an explanation of how cassie is as a civilian asset okay. uh the thing is that she does not really buy into the fact that she's just a civilian asset she kind of thinks that she's a cia agent herself uh, and he has to remind her because she has a history of getting 
too drawn into her cases and overstepping at times right he's her handler and she says he says to her don't engage don't follow you Mm -hmm. get too involved with your marks because the curiosity she wants to know more so she tends to follow them and she thinks that she's going above and beyond but he knows that she is a civilian and she's going to get herself into trouble um so he shows her a photo of her mark in berlin named will kotov um and he says don't carry this photo around with you memorize it and then destroy it which (laughs) duh but I love how immediately she's just like, nah, she tucks it into her book and she's good to go. Yeah, she's using it as a bookmark. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah. And follow directions at all. But that's, no, that's Cassie. No. And so he goes to leave. And of course, as he's leaving, she's like, do you have a cat? Do you have a dog? Do you have a boyfriend? Girlfriend? And he doesn't answer any of the questions. <laughs> I do like, love the continuation that Cassie's an animal lover. So, of course, her yes. first question is like what kind of animal do you have tell me about it are you a cat person are you a dog person i need to know yeah yeah um i i love this i think that it's gonna be i think their relationship ben and cassie is going to grow a lot over this season and i'm so intrigued to see where it goes because they really are polar opposites and we'll get into it later but we find out that he picked her he fought to have her as his asset which obviously we wouldn't think by you know by this first interaction it's not what we would be thinking is happening yeah um so cassie meets shane at the airport shane is back um and of course immediately she does that thing where she's like oh my god can you both can you believe we both work for the cia (laughs) (laughs) he's like i have no clue what you're talking about and if i did i would tell you that we are very different roles than whatever you're saying yeah we can't talk about it yeah and he does comment on her new bangs because before she very much had the curtain bang look and now she has quite a full looking bang oh i just love her hair i think that she looks so pretty i love it i love it a lot and i also helps differentiate the later on different versions of Cassie. So right. I think that once again, this is a very intentional move by the hair team, which is so, so cool. But I love seeing Shane in this moment. Mm-hmm. Shane is a character that I'm very drawn to. I really like him. I love the fact that he got the last shot at the end yep. of the last um, season finale. I thought that was really fun. And I also like how they're both found they both see each other at the airport but they're not on the same airplane they it's it's like you see each other and then you go into your own jobs but guess who right. she does see oh jada is back of course she's flying with jada it's super awkward and jada straight out the gate is like i am the lead on the flight we're not gonna have any shenanigans and cassie tries to say to her listen i'm trying i'm trying to be infractionless you know i'm sober now i'm not drinking you don't have to worry about me but jada obviously feels very skeptical about all of this um, and then we're introduced to another new character. I really am loving the inclusion of different different new characters this season. Um, yeah. Because we have a lot of them. So uh, Cassie is going to meet Grace, who is a new flight attendant played by Mae Martin. Based on uh, the way everyone references um, Grace, I assume her pronouns are she, her. But we'll see if, like, she never corrects anybody at any point. So assuming she, her uh, pronouns for Grace she says she isn't a good person, but uh, <laughs> it's it, it's a weird introduction where, like, one of the first things out of Grace's mouth is, yeah, I'm, I'm not a good person, but it's okay. Yeah, Grace is a very interesting character. I find 
her to be very suspicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think that she's supposed to be a reflection of who Cassie was a year ago. And in the sense of she's young and she's fun and she doesn't take the job too seriously. And yeah. she wants to go out and party when she arrives in Berlin and she tries to invite her and engage her. But I think that just with what I, I also think that she's a red herring. I think that we are probably led to think that Grace is involved in stuff. Um, but also maybe that's just too obvious. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, the very first interaction between them, I mean, yeah, of course I picked up on I'm not a good person um, <laughs> and trying to invite her out in Berlin uh, was yeah. also something that was interesting. I also found it interesting. Like, like you said, she does invite her out to drink and Cassie says, Oh, I can't, you know, I have a work thing. And Grace does stop down and say, what do you mean? And she goes, Oh, it's just a computer thing. It's just yeah. Cassie, you need to be like stealthier and like quicker oh, yeah. with, you know, your lies. But I, yeah. th I felt like that was a little strange. Like maybe Grace was baiting Cassie. Again, I think we're going to be naturally suspicious of new characters this season. Right. Um, But I'm very, I think Grace to me is one of the more intriguing characters. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see where we go with her. Cause we have a new flight attendant that isn't Shane, Jada, Megan, you know, completely new character. Um, who feels like she's going to be important to the story. So yeah. um, it's also interesting because I feel like she has eyes on Cassie. I, it, when yeah. you're in uh, the area where you go from the terminal into the airplane, she's like right there mm -hmm. listening to her and Jada, to Cassie and Jada. And then she actually walks in front of them and passes them. And it's yeah. like, okay, so why do you want to be the first person on the airplane? What are you doing there? Just, just some things I'm noticing uh, about what she's up to. But we yeah. arrive in Germany and we see her unpack her bags and she's very, um, you know, systematic on like how she places down her. It's kind of like she needs a routine to keep her grounded. So she unpacks yes. her uniform and lays it out and then she puts on the most gorgeous magenta coat but also yeah. the least inconspicuous thing that you could possibly put on your yeah. body this jacket this entire ensemble i could write an essay on how much i loved it first of all i love a like trench style coat yes. um, like a duster if you will um in general and you give me like a magenta -y, reddish pinkish coat it is beautiful and right. i think it is um if you if, again if you did watch the end thing with on hbo where they talk they go inside the episode um they talk about how germany and berlin is very gray um it's very monotone and cassie of course stands out and which is the last thing she should be doing but we're all here for it simply because it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah i am um, i knew somebody that worked as a uh, pi agent and they were the number one thing about when you're trying to do these stealthy types of jobs is you have to be undetectable and unnoticeable. So, right. for example, they they don't want you to have a bright blue car. They want you to have a black car or a gray car or something that doesn't stand out. So this coat that she's wearing uh, 
gorgeous. I love the coat. I wish I had the coat. Not the best thing to be wearing when you're sneaking around. No. no. And so she she goes with her book and she has the photo tucked into it and she sees her mark in the lobby. Um so she her phone rings and it is the same ringer. Girl, girl. What? How did you not here? How did she <laughs> Okay, did we ever figure out what this freaking song was? I cannot believe she did not change the song and uh, I t- a year yeah i had the subtitles on but i don't i don't remember what what it's saying it's very like technotronic uh, 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 and i need you i need yeah. yeah yeah um and it's like yeah it's very like techno boppy and so her phone rings it's annie and max they've landed at lax uh so we get a lot of like information dump here um annie is in la for a job interview she has been uh she hasn't worked for a year or hasn't been like you know practicing law for a year formally um Mm -hmm. and so also max's family lives in la so apparently they're going to meet them um and so they're really excited to see cassie and cassie's like oh just let yourselves in i have a door a key above my door and i was just like cassie you haven't (laughs) learned in a year you did not learn not to leave your key above the door i can't it's you know it's just like There's this Rihanna song called uh, Same Mistakes. And the lyrics are basically like, I made the same mistakes. I never learn. And it's like, oh, that was ringing through my head. I was just like, you don't learn. You make the same mistakes every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Different different season, sober Cassie, same Cassie shenanigans. (laughs) Um, Honestly, it's it's almost infuriating but i love it though i love it we you know it wouldn't be cassie if she wasn't doing stuff like this yeah the song by the way is um two of hearts by Susie q oh interesting on her phone um so she moves to follow the mark but she gets she bumps up into a couple that recognizes her from the flight um, yes. They're like, oh, thank you so much for a good flight. There are names which may not even be their names. They're Gabrielle and Esteban. And so we see her holding up a phone to her bag. And at first I was wondering, is he just stealing her credit card information? What is he doing? I imagine it's pretty obvious at this point that he has stolen like her key card information so that he can break into her room later. At least that's my assumption, unless this is a red mm. herring. Um, but she doesn't notice. And she leaves, and they're, like, very excited that they pulled this off. Yeah. Maybe this lady could have been the lady in the blonde wig. because Her hair did look fake. Wiggy, yeah. Very it, wiggy. It's We're on a wig watch. Yeah. So, and she had, so the, the woman that was in the wig had a very angular face. Yeah. Versus Kaylee Cuoco, who has, like, a very rounded Yeah, face. like, ov- ovular. Is that a word? Yeah, totally. So, um, but yeah, I was like, excuse me, what are you doing with your, this is why there's the wallets that they sell with like credit card protection or whatever. Right. This is why you have to get those wallets. I don't have one, but I should get one. Well, yeah. If you're going to be a CIA asset, you definitely should have one. You definitely shouldn't keep your key above your door. I don't like this couple. They're not to be trusted. No, definitely not. Is there Um, any way that this is no it's not grace in a brown wig it's not (laughs) she definitely would have recognized her if it was grace in a brown wig. i don't know maybe it's like maybe it's like uh superman syndrome where if you put on the glasses you can't tell yeah we just need to keep an eye keep an eye out for this couple again um so cassie leaves and she sits at the bar and she sits 
like right next to the mark. And I'm like, Cassie, you're not supposed to like interact with the marks. I don't think. Okay. So the rule, what exactly was she supposed to do? Follow him. My Benjamin, she was supposed to, but she's not supposed to follow him because she's not supposed to. Was she just supposed (laughs) to see him? And take his picture. Like how much? How involved how, was she supposed to how get? How involved yeah. was she supposed to get? I we. I mean, I. I don't know if we got regardless, specific instructions. Regardless, I feel like interacting with the guy is right the last thing to, you should do because then he knows who you are, and oh, so yeah, if you're following he him later, like. he's gonna you know recognize you, right? So and she, if you're gonna show up with a high pony and a lovely turtleneck shirt and magenta jacket and a magenta jacket, you're not going to be forgettable yeah um and so she orders soda water with lime and the guy says oh i don't drink either are you a friend of bill's which i guess is a way of asking if someone is sober um it kind of reminds me of like when someone says like oh my aunt flo is visiting um one and the same (laughs) yes um and so so yes so he's been sober for six years he's just drinking a glass of soda and he says he sits in bars even though he's given up drinking he calls himself masochistic first of all this guy is gorgeous we didn't say that but obviously he is everyone in the show is like insanely attractive (laughs) yeah 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 and so cassie introduces herself as Allie. Um, and she says, you know, I got, Which, I know. by the way, yeah, she's still using the same, uh, yeah, fake Alessandra name. Ricci. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm shaking my head, but yeah. Yeah. Let's go on. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's her move, but at least here she says it's Allie. She doesn't say like Alessandra Ricci or anything. Um, and she says she mostly goes to bars. She, she doesn't want to miss out on any excitement, which I feel is the truth from Cassie. Like, I don't think she's lying here. Yeah, um, I agree. And so he introduces himself. And of course, lurking, lurking in the corner is Jada. Just scowl mm. on her face. Not pleased. And obviously she thinks Cassie is drinking. Yeah. Well, she's pleased with herself because she thinks that she has caught Cassie in a bluff that she's not really sober that she's still yeah. meeting guys in hotel bars same same old same old so she's kind of hot like smug with herself that she sees it as it is but it's it, she she made an assumption that's not yeah, fair exactly um and so then we have um will saying he's had more spills than thrills he says he's a courier um a glorified messenger and he's like, I don't know why they zoom in on him in his hands, and he's kind of like wringing them together, like, um, like tightening his hands around. You know what I mean? Around each other. I don't know why mm-hmm. they zoomed in on that, but I felt like I had to make note of it. But Cassie was also doing some some something along the same lines with the hot tamales and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. just when she didn't have it, I don't know if it's just a vice when you're you know ground out something yeah i'm I'm not quite sure but could be it was interesting yeah and so she says we'll eventually have to grow up and be an adult and he gets a text message and immediately gets up to leave he says thanks for the chat he leaves and cassie follows him and this is when i think it was most notable that she's wearing this like bright red magenta coat um in a very dim monochromatic uh, monotone uh, type of environment 
so she's she's following him. He gets in a taxi. She gets in a taxi and it's like does the whole follow that cab routine. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure that the cab driver driver was just like freaking Americans, you know. Of course they think that they're in a movie. They want me to follow that cab. Um but yeah, she follows him around the city. And this is, she was not meant to do this, right? This is, like, beyond her assignment. Oh, I don't think she's even supposed to leave the hotel, was, like, yeah. my understanding. Um, yeah. It, not great from Cassie. Definitely not what she's supposed to be doing. Um, And so she ends up at this, like, heavily graffiti building. I looked this up. I'm I'm not sure if this is what it is, but it seems to be the oh gosh, I'm so sorry for my pronunciation. Tufel um, which is a it says a non-natural hill in Berlin. Um, it's been heavily covered in graffiti since the company was abandoned. So I don't know if this is like it's an abandoned like spy station. I don't know if this is like a famous monument in Berlin. Um, but it it's gorgeous. It's I mean a tourist attraction i'm sure yeah yeah very good view of the city up there so i'm sure it is i'm sure right. it's um it's really cool like it's yeah. this big dome like almost look, like looks like a golf ball yeah like a globe dome with a lot of graffiti and looks like kind of old and busted up um and so again girl you're in a bright magenta jacket <laughs> on top of this following him yeah. and we see him get an envelope out of a box kind of like the shape of what like you'd put cash in you know yeah yeah um and uh so he he leaves and she's following him she does do a good job of taking photographs in that moment she of does. him picking up the envelope so i was proud of her there yeah yeah great job by cassie um and so she follows him and so she notices then he goes to a different hotel across the street from where they're staying and he gets in an elevator and cassie watches again very smart move she sees the number stop on level three so she knows he's on the third floor and so she goes up to the counter this is like one of my favorite moments she goes up to the counter she says she's alessandra ricci <laughs> yes of course she does and she says, oh, you know, this gentleman, he asked me up to his room, but I said no. And now I'm really regretting that I said no. I know he it was three something. And this feels very season one when she's talking to Alex's doorman. Yeah, yeah. She can use her uh, charisma and a flirtatious edge. Yeah. And she's she's got charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. That's oh, yeah. for sure. There we go. Yeah. So she can use those assets to get the information that she wants specifically uh she her speciality is flirting with uh workers to get room numbers yes and apartment and numbers yes. so um the uh the hotel concierge says oh the gentleman has a type and we're all like okay that's strange okay. I was like what does that mean yeah yeah but he gives her the room number 317. And so then I thought this was pretty genius of her. Yeah. She, she looks at like the hotel map, figures out it is a corner um, room. So then she goes back to her hotel to ask, oh, I know I have this room, but can I see one of the corner rooms? And she immediately gets into one that she can see directly. Luckily, he had the blinds open and she could see directly into his room. Yeah, yeah. So this was interesting. Uh, very, very smart move. She is very intelligent, uh, especially when she's able to focus and not, um, yeah, 
you know, be under the influence of alcohol, but she's able to find him right away. And uh, I mean, she gets to see uh, how his night is going. And at first it just looks like he's having a little uh, a little tryst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a, a woman. And then I, I don't feel like that should be too alarming. But what she does see is the the freaking moth tattoo. Yeah. This blonde woman has the exact same back tattoo as Cassie. They start to ha- have sex. And then it seems like like he's choking her. But it's she like puts his hands there. Like it seems consensual. At least at the onset. It seems Sometimes- consensual. Sometimes if the mood calls for it, there's nothing wrong. We are not kink shaming at all. But I'm just I wanted to say to differentiate between he's just aggressively choking her. It does seem like she puts his hands in that position. But it first looks like that can be the crime that she's going to witness. Right. And so she's taking photos and she is really upset, like. She, you get these flashes to like her own tattoo in her mind, and she looks like she's on the verge of tears. And then she looks upstairs from that room and she sees a man with headphones on, like sitting by a computer. He has this whole setup and he notices her and she immediately like hides behind the curtains. And when she Mm -hmm. pokes her head back out, that man is shutting his curtains. So we will later notice that this is the man. We don't know his name yet, but I call him like the man with the milky eyeball. Because I don't know what else to call him. <laughs> Girl, I, I don't we know. We can call him the milkman. No, Jessica, that is so rude. Well, I, I don't thinking, know. I was just thinking, uh, you know, Mr. Um, CIA Mr. agent. But we don't. Okay, I guess he is. Technically, he could be. Did we know for sure he's an agent? Well, he's there. He's everywhere. He's working. He's at the CIA agency. Oh, well, I guess it makes more sense now that we know that um, Will was an informant. It makes more sense that he would be an agent. Right. But still, so, he there is something going on with that man. Regardless, I guess. this guy, the CIA agent that has the headphones on, he closes the curtains. And um, we see Will the mark getting dressed the woman comes out of the other room he gives her an envelope in exchange for a briefcase Mm -hmm. so there's a lot happening yeah there's a lot happening then she tries to go downstairs she's freaking out she's very very Mm -hmm. um panicked to see somebody that looks like her she has a blonde she has blonde hair she has that tattoo yeah maybe she has lingerie that kind of looks like her lingerie uh, as well so she tries to go downstairs she sees will get into his car with the briefcase and she then gets a phone call right so megan calls her and asks if she got a key in the mail and then it there's a lot happening all at once where megan gasps We see her, like, drop her phone. phone. But then we're so distracted by the fact that the freaking car just explodes. Yeah. So he, Will, gets in the car and then it explodes. And uh, it's horrifying. Uh, Yes. And then, so Cassie, once again, is 
there at the crime scene. Yeah, she is not far away. Like she is to the point where she could have really gotten hurt beyond just have. some ringing in her ears because yeah. of how the close proximity that she was to this car. Yeah, and she's so, kind of knocked out. She is blown back. And Sarah, I think we actually need to stop down and take a quick ad break because my ears are still kind of ringing from that oh, explosion. So yeah. let's take a quick break and we'll come right back when I can get my, you know, my hearing working properly. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back. How's the feeling? You doing oh, better? You know, it's a little bit better. Still a little bit, you know, oh. ringing, but it's it's better. That's for sure. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. <laughs> um, and so then we this is like such an interesting part in very shades of season one. Um, we see her in the hotel lobby, beautiful hotel lobby, by the way. I don't know that we spoke about how my god, it's gorgeous. Um and it's we kind of see a mixture of like the explosion fire and mixing intermingled with the decorative fire in the hotel lobby and it's completely empty and so cassie gets up and i also noticed did you notice the bear statues they're I like did. geometric bear statues and i don't know I was like polar bears from season one. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, the polar bears. I think there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in these scenes. I saw yeah. a rabbit type statue as well. Not yeah. as obvious as the rabbit statue at Unisphere, but I saw something like that. So she's following a voice and then she sees her younger version talking to different versions of herself. This was so intriguing. Yeah. So we have, we see a few different Cassies. There's teen Cassie, which is, it seems to be played by the same actress as season one. We mm -hmm. have golden dress Cassie, who I have party coined, girl Cassie. I have called her chaos Cassie. Ooh, chaos Cassie. Yeah, that's yes. good. CC. I think she, cause she is the one who is going to be kind of the mouthpiece for the rest of them. We have flight attendant Cassie and we can see one more Cassie, but I don't really know who she is supposed to represent. Yeah. Yet. Who is she though? She had like a very like, um, she had like a pants, pants and sweater outfit on. I yeah. don't know. Um, and so, uh, they were like having this conversation and then Cassie wakes up and she's on the ground, um, outside having hit her head after the explosion. There's a lot of ringing in her ears and she sees this blonde woman who was presumably the, the same one from the hotel room walking towards the vehicle that exploded. And then boom, she's gone. Yes. Yeah. She's wearing. Okay. Well. Her hair is long in this mm -hmm. wig, and mm -hmm. she's wearing this, like, black matrix coat that's, like, leathery. Yes. yes. And she turns around. She's wearing sunglasses, yep. and she has a more angular face than Cassie. Yes. That's what Something I to note. My um, cheekbones. Yes. And so she – then it's, like, then, boom, she's gone. It's almost like the way that it's filmed, we're supposed to question whether or not Cassie was actually seeing it, you know? And we right. believe Cassie, but you know what I mean? I think we're supposed to question whether or not it's real. And yeah. then we get we get this new intro. So we get the same song as previously, but 
Now we have new imagery. So I noticed there's a lot of bear imagery. We get a bear spinning a Ferris wheel. There's an old car that is speeding and then it explodes. Donuts. Yeah, there's a woman in a gold dress. There's binoculars running on stairs, a bird carrying a teddy bear. There are like rings spinning, um, guns, a gun being shot, and then pills flying out of the gun. And then outside of the pills comes moths. Um, yeah, there's there's a, a lot in this intro. Um, I'm I'm gonna keep an eye on it as we move forward, just because I feel like there's little Easter eggs in this intro that I want. Oh yeah. There's, there's a lot of Easter eggs in here. Um, yeah. Same sort of mad men catch me if you can sort of imagery though, inspired by those two intros. Yes. It's really good. Yeah. A moth is chasing her. So yeah, the rabbit, she's over her rabbit trauma, which is good. We've moved on to bears, bears and moths, bears and moths. Um, so we see her walking down the hotel halls um, and she's just so kind of like flashing to being outside and she's trying to get into her room, but her key card is not working, which immediately like alarm bells in my head, right? Because of the guy right. phone, um, Esteban. And so I feel like <laughs> there's no way this cleaning staff woman would let her in. She's just like, oh, my card's not working. Can you let me in? It's like. This is how stuff gets stolen. <laughs> I mean, that is how stuff gets stolen. I guess that I, I think that the cleaning lady is probably the reason uh, why <laughs> this hotel is not 100% safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was funny. And then we get her in the hotel room. She goes straight for the mini bottles of alcohol at the mini bar. She does hold them for a second and then she immediately puts them all in a drawer. So I was like, whew, okay, all right, good. I was very nervous for like, I, I didn't think it was going to happen very soon, but I was a little bit nervous that she'd, um, yeah, she would. Yeah, it's very nerve wracking. Yeah. We, we want to root for her. Of course, we want we want her to maintain her sobriety. Um, So she lays down, her phone rings, and it's Benjamin Barry, which again, amazing name. Isn't that also the name of the guy from um, How to Lose the Guy in 10 Days? Is that I not his name? Maybe, I don't know. Um. Anyway, so uh, then, of course, she flashes back to the hotel room again. And I got to say, I already feel like I'm enjoying this better than her being locked in the hotel room with Alex. Like, I know we're very soon into the season, but. Yeah, um, I think that it is a smart version of how to deal with these same sort of visions. Uh, A part of me was wondering if Will was going to be somebody that she sees in the hotel room and it's going to be a repeat. So I like how it's similar, but very different. And ultimately uh, in your head, who do you have to confront more than anybody else, but besides yourself. So I thought it was smart. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we kind of always looked at Alex of a version of Cassie. It's her talking Mm -hmm. to herself. And so I like having her actually talking to herself and having the like, you know, the the gold dress chaos cassie is kind of the devil on her shoulder um and so uh the the chaos cassie says to her oh looks like the explosion rattled you and real cassie is just like oh not this again and i I love (laughs) i love the line what did you think you were gonna find some hot dead guy in here again (laughs) yeah chaos cassie is the sassiest cassie um but i (laughs) I do love how she kind of like proves Chaos Cassie wrong and is like, 
no, I will. I won't make the mistake mistakes. I will pick up the phone to Benjamin Barry. But she yes. still she picks up the phone and then she spews a shit ton of lies. This was so bad. I was so upset. She yeah. she immediately picks up the phone and he got word of the explosion. And she says, nope, I went straight up to my room earlier um, after I saw the mark. And she's like, he asked if she saw anything. And she says, no, I was in my room the whole time. And he says the CCTV footage should have more info. And I don't understand why this isn't the point where she says, okay, I'm sorry. I was there. She knows they're going to see. I'm I'm really disappointed in her in this moment. I don't understand why she's not being honest with the CIA after all that she's been through. And yeah. especially, you know, being honest with somebody as important as she loves this side job that she yes. has. So why is she not being honest with her handler in this moment? It's it's yes. disappointing, truthfully. 100%. I totally agree with you. It's she should be honest with him, but she says, Oh, I got to go to the airport. Bye. And so we see her looking in the mirror, looking at her own tattoo, which is again un- identical to the blonde woman's earlier. Um, and she realizes everything is missing except for her, like the garment, the outfit she laid out earlier. And I mean, obviously, in my opinion, that couple stole her stuff. I feel like that was their job. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could make sense. Um, but also they said that they said that a woman that looked just like her in sunglasses checked out. So I, I guess I was more so focused on whoever the blonde woman with sunglasses is. Yes, I think. I feel like it has to all be connected. Yeah, no, it's definitely connected. They stole her luggage. And then had the random blonde woman dress in a flight attendant outfit that looks like hers, but wasn't hers. But what? I mean, maybe the man stole, um, stole the luggage while the woman in the brown-haired wig. This is, is where I get sus of Grace because how did they get? We'll get to it at the end. But how did they get a flight attendant yeah. outfit? Right. I think it's extremely plausible that it's Grace in the blonde wig, or it could be jada who is involved in all this i don't trust it's, jada it's not it's not jada i love <laughs> you jada. i love you to pieces but we saw her back it's not yeah jada it's not wig. jada no i didn't mean i didn't mean J- jada in the blonde wig i meant jada being the one who is like involved on the inside Man, i don't think Atlanta. so i think that jada just does her job yeah Where, we need shane back because shane would know who it was immediately <laughs> probably um, so <laughs> so yeah, um, so she realizes everything is missing and so she calls to tell the front desk and they say oh it says um cassandra uh bowden checked out and she's like okay that's weird no so she, she said but she also said i saw you and i spoke to you and you checked out yeah so this is when she goes to reception and the woman is immediately like oh back again and she says your sunglasses were very chic that night which obviously for us is like okay so it's the random blonde woman that we don't know right. who it is yet um and um and so they say that um it was a gas line that was the cause of the explosion and cassie says my key stopped working and my bag is missing and um and but apparently the woman that checked out as her was literally in her uniform Mm -hmm. and cassie's like okay but i am standing here right now and that was not me this is me and so something sus is going on and cassie's beginning to freak out a little bit 
um, both because of the explosion, I'm sure, and just the trauma from that and just being scared that you almost died. And also the fact that it seems like someone broke into her room specifically and dressed as her to check out of her hotel room. Right. Yeah. Um, so she is back on the plane. We keep seeing her flash to the explosion. Jada ugh, comes in with her nonsense. And she's like, I saw you at the bar with a guy having a great time. And so she basically says, oh, you're not hungover from the explosion. It's from something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, um, Grace comes up to Cassie and she's just like, oh, yeah, like my ears are still ringing when and says that to Cassie when she's boarding. I don't know. No, you're Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yes, you're so right. And it again was Grace in proximity like how totally. was in the hotel like i mean if you were in the hotel would an explosion make your ears ring like that i don't know you'd think it wouldn't but i don't know yeah, it was very strange sus. yeah and so um and so right so jada is super skeptical of cassie even though cassie says no it was just a lime and soda nothing alcoholic yeah and, jada kicks her away she's like go mm-hmm. away You're yeah go take trusted. care of first class yeah, yeah. And so then Cassie has a conversation with Grace um, where Cassie is telling Grace that she thinks there was a bomb in the briefcase. And Grace says, this is so confusing. Grace says she used to F this couple and that they were obsessed with true crime docuseries. And there was one about bombs and the media attention that they get. And then she starts to say, I'm not an expert, but, but it's too muffled because Cassie is like laser focused in on the drink being poured into the glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she's, of course, flashing back to the hotel with her, her others, her, the other Cassies. Um, I was wondering, like, what did you think Grace was saying? Um, so, OK, so I have the the captions up. Um, she says, I'm not an expert, but. Um, hold on one second. Yeah, because she was saying that. It's like the media attention yeah. that bombs get. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an expert, but I think that if it was that, then we would have heard about it already. So if oh. it was um about then even, we would have heard about it already. This is even more sus to me from Greece that she is like downplaying the idea that it could be a bomb. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Grace is super sus to me. Yeah, she is, she is but sending it's my too obvious. Is it too I know obvious? it might be. It might be um and so right so cassie is back in her chaos hotel with chaos cassie and she's upset they didn't get to go to beer garden and she's like you're having bouts of tinnitus now because of the explosion so she tries to give cassie a drink um and she's like oh your friend new friend grace seems cool a fun new party friend (laughs) um cassie's like i'm more of a dd these days yeah um and she's like oh but your hands are shaking is lame yeah yeah and her, she points out that her hands are shaking. And so then we see Cassie on the plane again. And her hands are, like, t- shaking as she's holding this uh, package of hot tamales. What do you think of hot tamales? Have you had a hot tamale? Oh, yeah, I have. I like them. They're like Mike and Nikes, but cinnamon flavored and they're spicy. I like yeah. them a lot. Yeah, they're not for me. I do love a Mike and Ike, but I'm not one for, like, spicy stuff. And I'm no, not really I'm one for, like, not... cinnamon gum or cinnamon candy. I'm not... A Mike and Ike, but I am a hot tamale. Okay. I'd rather be a Mike and Ike. <laughs> uh, and so we get back to Cassie and she compliments Grace's scarf. Um, and she says, Yeah, it just keeps people guessing. Hmm. Which okay. Hmm. I'm just saying. Hives 
moth tattoos around her neck i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um and so she says can you deliver this drink to 4a and this is again where my sus meter for grace goes off the charts because the person that cassie delivers the drink to is the guy across the way in the hotel above so the cia agent will later find out right with the with the like blue eye the one like blue eye yes um and she is immediately like freaking out. She's like, let me know if you need anything. And she immediately goes and looks at what his name is. And his name is Jim Jones, which is such a well, basic that's a, name. That's a fake name. It is. It is. Uh, his name is not Jim Jones. Definitely. My not. name could be Jim Jones. That's like the name. That's <laughs> once again, the name that you make up if you had to make up a name. Yeah. Alessandro Ricci, Jim Jones, same yeah. diff. Yeah. <laughs> so Grace is like, that guy creeps me out hardcore. Again, I just feel like something's going on here. It's something weird. Yeah. Um, and so Cassie lands and Jim Jones is like, have we met before? I guess like, no, I'm I'm busy. And she like practically runs away from Jim Jones. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> she I know. Once again, it's just it, it's very reminds me of last time, but she doesn't know who he is at this point. So no. I can understand why she's creeped out by him and she wants to run away and not talk to him she thinks that he's involved somehow right right and so she starts running away and he he is kind of um he is kind of following her at least from a distance at least it seems that way from a distance Jim Jones should have shown her his credentials if he worked at the CIA really yeah and so she ends up going into the crew lounge and she like closed the door behind her and then someone asks if she's okay and she gets so scared that she screams. I'm like, Cassie, you're not doing a great job at like turning around your reputation as someone who is like frantic and flighty and <laughs> no, not doing the best job, but you know, she's trying, she's trying. Yeah. Um, we get back to Cassie's place and Alex or excuse me, Annie and Max are there. I guess they would be like Annex would be there ship name yeah i love them oh my gosh it was so nice seeing them again Mm -hmm. i was so happy um and yeah they they welcomed and they they had a little hug and she welcomed him in and they they um you know they joked like whose plants are these like because you're definitely not watering them yes um high key relatable to me who recently has become a plant person and you're a plant mom now previously couldn't keep anything alive yeah Yeah, but you're doing great um and they're like you have throw pillows it looks like someone lives here (laughs) uh and so we find out max's parents live in la and they were like oh thank you so much for letting us stay here we could have gotten a hotel and i i love the small moments between max and annie where he's like well we could have stayed with my parents and she was like no that's not happening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was not ever going to happen. Yeah, so they're thinking about moving to California. Yes, because Annie is here for a job interview. Um and we so immediately I I, I love um I love Cassie forcing Annie to just like give hugs and then she notices she has a ring on her finger and she's like, "Are you engaged?" Um but we know uh, Annie's Annie's Yeah, Annie doesn't want to admit that she's engaged. It's such a beautiful ring. Why are you? Why? And he's such a nice guy. And we love Max. It's like, come on. I thought we were over all of this when she admitting to like loving him. And well, they were I so think, happy. I think lo- admitting that you love somebody is different than saying that, hey, I'm engaged, I suppose. No, but still. <sighs> so 
I just feel like this is going to cause issues down the road. Um, but she, she keeps saying, oh, it's just a ring Max gave me. And I wear it because it's beautiful. And it only fits on this finger. And Max is just like, we're in constant conversations about what it means. Yeah. And Cassie knew this was going to happen, which I also oh, love. Yeah. You always have to get your bestie involved in the engagement. Yeah. So he she was like, you promised to call me when she said yes. And he's like, well, she didn't say yes yet. And apparently they had a whole pros and cons list about marrying. Oh, gosh. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, a marriage is a little bit too much. Maybe it needs to be kind of more like a promise ring that they'll be. Maybe the word marriage freaks her out. I feel like Annie would literally scoff at a, a, a freaking promise ring. Annie I know. Like, like she doesn't want to get married. Like, I think that she maybe thinks that the concept of marriage is out of date. So probably. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so Annie wants to meet Cassie's very grounded and handsome photographer boyfriend, Marco. They're going to have dinner tomorrow night. And then there's a knocking on the door. Oh, um, no. Yes, it is the CIA guys, and they say they need her to come down to the field office immediately. Is not an optional invitation. Um, yeah, yeah. I felt very like, oh gosh, she's in trouble. Like they know already. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and also they have no clue what's going on in her life. So I, I, I felt, I felt really bad for them in this moment. Yes, that's the problem because she goes back inside and she's super weird because Annie yeah. and, and Max don't know anything that's going on with the, they don't know she works for the CIA and they just want to get food. But Annie, of course, Annie does not want street food. She's not here for the street food. Um, and uh, Cassie says, oh, I have to leave. I have to go help out a friend. And she uses AA as an excuse. She's it's yeah. an AA thing. Yeah. And Annie's I love like, this outfit as well that she's wearing in this moment. She's wearing. Yes. Um, all neutrals. She's wearing this mauve blazer and these brown wide-legged pants mm-hmm. and some night leopard booties and then a gray turtleneck. You know, I loved it. I no. love a turtleneck. I knew you were gonna love the turtleneck. And I, even though I'm not a huge fan of mixing like blacks and grays with browns, I thought that this outfit was wonderful. Everything Cassie wears is to die for, to be honest. Um, and so I love it. Annie. Annie is super weirded out by all of this. She's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let this one go. I'm just gonna let it go. It's yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you know what? Like Cassie will be Cassie. I can't even think about this right now. Let's just yeah. enjoy our time. Yeah. Um, and then as Cassie is going into the CIA building, she finds out that it wasn't Ben who sent for her. So she's getting really nervous because they're not answering any of her questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to sit next to Ben and she's like, oh, I still have to write my notes from Berlin. And he's like, I know you were there when the car blew up. Why didn't you tell me you could have died? And he is really upset with Cassie. Yeah, rightfully so. His job is to give her the assignments but also protect her and he can't protect her if she can't protect herself yes exactly and I I think that's the that's the sad thing is it's like she doesn't understand that what she's doing also affects him as her handler Mm -hmm. and so she thinks that she's being curious and being helpful but he is saying this is not in your job description you're going out of bounds and um, he says, now I have to explain to Dot what happened. <laughs> Cassie with the line of, how scary can someone named Dot be? 
<laughs> uh yeah i i really really liked this new character in dot by the way i thought that, that she was really interesting and it's exciting to see somebody a another woman in a high power position like this uh like higher up cia agent yeah um i can't wait to to talk about dot because i'm very in I'm, I'm, i want to see more of dot as well because i'm very intrigued by her yeah um and so uh so ben says listen this isn't going to be an exciting job if you're dead and so then dot calls in ben alone and cassie has to wait um but it turns out chaos cassie is not only going to be staying in the hotel she's going to be sitting in on cassie's life um, because she pops up and she says what we're all thinking. Benjamin is sexy. Ooh, yeah, he is. <laughs> True. That, um, that is no lies detected, yes. <laughs> and so she sits next to Cassie and she says, you should eavesdrop. Um, He's hot, but he might be trying to steal the one thrilling thing that you have in your life. And I love Cassie just immediately sliding over on the couch and like not even being subtle about like peering into the room to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah um that was cassie but she was eavesdropping and she was able to hear this conversation yeah yeah and so we hear ben saying um that um she's a liability what kind of person would do something like this um and uh and so we see his boss saying the kind of person who wants to do this work um how many people do you think that could or do you know that could wake up next to a dead body and get back to the u.s without incident and uh that's when they call cassie in and she tells cassie i don't know to me dot comes off like a like good cop like she's trying to pretend she's cassie's friend but really she's actually very dangerous you know what i mean like she's someone to be feared a little bit well she has a high power job and there's this girl cassie that number one she doesn't like the fact that you know she says this line where a man would be told he's bold in this situation but you're told that you're um not reliable or mm -hmm. uh, you know in like it, unresponsible so i think that she has of you know a lot of pride of being a woman in this type of male dominated field so that's first and foremost but also she doesn't have the training that benjamin barry does or she has she's just a like a, an assistant no, or she's, like she's a civilian asset a civil, she does yeah a civilian yeah. asset she has no formal training so she she shouldn't she still has to put her in her place being and saying this is not your job you know don't look into these things um and the only thing is that she doesn't hear cassie out when she's talking about the woman that she saw and uh the photographs that she took yes so she's trying to say like oh i saw this woman i you know she looked like me she had the same tattoo that i have and i love her saying um that uh a lot of other women made similar interesting choices in their 20s <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, me enough, included well i was, I was gonna say fair enough that people get stupid tattoos when they're young um, but the other important piece of information we slightly talked about earlier is that apparently Benjamin Barry fought to be Cassie's handler 
which is super interesting. And I hope we get more. I'm sure we'll get more on Cassie and Ben's relationship mm-hmm. and their yeah. partnership later. Why do you think that he would have wanted to have Cassie as somebody that's under him? I think he found out what she went through and was very impressed and was impressed with, I think he thought he could rein her in a bit and and train her to be less curious and more focused. I think that he kind of thought he could do that and maybe he's realizing he can't change who she is. What do you think? think? Yeah, I think that could be true. Obviously he's having a lot of frustrations. She's a little bit more than uh than he thought that she was. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not quite sure yet. I think that I need a little bit more time with Benjamin Barry to yeah. fully understand. Are we sus of him at all? Everybody's suspicious. I don't, I love Ben. I, I'd be sad if he's if he I don't think so. I think that's more likely that there's kind of a future affair between them than oh, anything else. Oh, romantic tryst. Yeah. <laughs> more tryst. Tryst more tris. is the word of the day. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, so she doesn't really believe her. She tells her like, oh, you should go talk to a trauma specialist. Um, and she says, uh, listen, you need to be really thoughtful. If people thought you were involved, it's, it could be really bad. Um, so they're going to have Imperial Atlantic ground her for a few days. And so she's really upset by this news. Um, she walks out of Dot's office and sees chaos Cassie sitting there. And she's like, oh, no more flights for you. And she just tells her to F off and then turns to, the, like, the <gasps> assistant. And it's like, not you. You seem great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's seeming a little bit unstable. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, and we see her get in the elevator. And who's out there chatting it up with somebody but the guy with the one blue eye. And it looks like he works for the CIA. I mean, I'm not positive, but it would make sense if Will was an informant. And th- that this guy was like keeping tabs on him. It would make right. sense if he was CIA. Right. I-, I think that he has to be CIA. Number one, he has the badge. Number two, he's talking to another important looking dude. And you can't just enter the CIA's offices uh, right. and not actually work there. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So she's like panicking. She's smashing the button. And I love the other woman in the elevator being like, you know, you don't need to keep hitting it. Right. Like it, you only have to hit it once. Yeah. Just press it once. That's it. Yeah. Um, so she gets home and she's like, oh, I had to help my friend move this ginormous lamp. And obviously Annie and Alex or Annie and Max, I want to say Alex, Annie and Max know she's lying. Yeah. Here. They they know her well enough to know that she is panicking about something and not telling the truth and it's she's having the same sort of erratic behavior that she did when she was going through the Alex stuff a year ago yeah yeah exactly and so uh this is when they notice the envelope that she mailed herself and they're like weirded out by it she says she was testing the postal system um and then they finally decide on in and out for dinner Oh, they're going to go, was it monster style or an- animal style? Sorry, animal style. I'm sorry. I don't live in California. I don't have in and out. Um, and then she's like, I have to make a quick call. So she calls Megan in the bathroom. And we see Megan seemingly in this big box of some sort um, right. staring out of it. I don't know what is going on. I don't yeah, know where, where she is she? What is she doing? It seems like I did you recognize the man she was looking at? I mean, he looked maybe like one of the Korean guys from last season. Could um, be. I can't be sure. I'm not quite sure. 
Yeah. And so, um, so she she calls Megan, says it leaves her voicemail, says, Call me, call me. She comes back outside, says, like, animal style. Um, but she gets a message saying they found her luggage at LAX and they're gonna deliver it within the hour. And Annie, this is when Annie is just like, you, we're gonna wait here and you know, wait for you with the luggage. And and Cassie's like, No, no, you don't have to. And Annie's like, You have to tell us what's going on. We know something is going on. So Cassie tells him everything. Yeah, I, I like the fact that she calls out the bullshit and she's like, Enough already. Like, you have to tell us. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh they say, Well, if we get hungry enough, we'll eat Max's arms. <laughs> And so she gets her luggage and she notices like a lot of people tie ribbons to things to like differentiate their luggage from someone yeah. else's. Yeah. Her blue ribbon has moved from one zipper to another. That is, is suspicious. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. So she opens her luggage and she's like, oh, that's not my uniform. Like it is an Imperial Atlantic uniform, but it's not hers. Right. Because she wore it coming home and right. Annie literally unzipped her from it. So she right. knows it's not her uniform. And then she sees the Viewmaster, which is just like a child's toy that like flips through photos when you look through it, mm. which I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is for. Well, she has to look through it so that we need, need to know what's in oh there. Oh my God, there's going to be photos. some type of clues. Yeah, it's probably going to be photos of clues. Of I bet it's a photo. Or someone her. took a photo of her. Yeah. Yeah. To show they're spying on her. Exactly. Then there's the blonde wig with blood on it. Oh, God. Disgusting. And she starts freaking out. She says, weird things are happening around her. Someone's pretending to be her. And, like, I think, uh, like, Annie and uh, Max are, like, fully on board with this. They're like, oh, no. Time to freak out. And that was the end of the episode. So do we have any predictions for what the heck is going on? Like, we have – so we have Will, who was a CIA informant, was sleeping with a a Cassie lookalike exchanged a money for a list like money at least for a briefcase he then get dies in a fiery explosion that apparently was a quote-unquote gas leak even the cia is saying it is a gas leak um and then we have this random cia guy um that seems interested semi-interested in cassie and we have blonde woman that is pretending to be Cassie. We have the couple who stole her card information. What do we think Grace. is going on here? There's a lot going on. And we have Grace. Yeah. Uh, I think that, and of course, nobody mentioned Miranda in this situation at right. all. I think that there is probably some tie-ins with Victor in that whole situation. I wouldn't be surprised if we see miranda within the next episode or two um i think that grace is very suspicious i just don't know if she's um the most obvious person that we would put all this blame on i don't think that's the guy that she's seeing marco i just think that would be like what are the odds that this happened to her twice um yeah but i definitely think that we met the person responsible for all of this in this first episode I don't disagree with that. Grace is the highest on my sus list. And I think of the new people that we've met, I think Ben is probably the lowest and that might be wishful thinking on my part, but that's fine. I'll, I'll be that person. Um, I think Marco still could be someone to keep an eye on because we didn't see a ton of him or he could just be evidence of Cassie's new life. You know, it could, he could have nothing to do with any of this, but I will say, 
I was very happy with this premiere. I felt I like it set up so many things. And I think what I liked about this and similar to shows, it's not similar to the show, The Leftovers, but it has the same thing where season one of The Leftovers was very much pulled from the book, The Leftovers. And then seasons two and three, they built on it and they made it so much more than the book ever was. And I Mm -hmm. feel like the flight attendant is going off with that same kind of trajectory where they start off with season one, which was really good. And based on the book, they changed a bunch of things, but it was still based on that book. And it ended at the same time the book ended. You know what I mean? Same kind of story arc. But season two, they're now dealing with all new material. They they can do whatever they want at this point. They're not tied to any one storyline. And so I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. I love a lot of the new characters. I think they're very intriguing. I think that they've added to this cast in a great way. Um, And I'm just really excited. The only thing I'm a little nervous about, I got to say, I'll be really sad (laughs) if Annie and Max, like, go through struggles. Because I think they're going to with the fact that she will not commit to him. I feel like that is going to be a plot point this season. Yeah. um, I think struggles between max and annie are inevitable Mm -hmm. uh unfortunately but i also think that it it, i mean that's i don't know how much that's going to be a focus i think that's always going to be a b plot line right um because behind the mystery i mean this isn't this isn't a romantic comedy or anything like that um I think I'm really excited about this premiere. I thought it was a great premiere. I think I liked it even more than the premiere of the of the pilot of the first season. Mm-hmm. And I'm very intrigued about how this is all going to come into fruition. And it it was kind of like the first episode where when I finished it, I really wanted to watch it again. I was excited to watch it again. And I'm excited yes. to watch the second episode. Yes, so coming to you tomorrow, we are going to be covering season two, episode two of The Flight Attendant. Um, Like I said, these first couple of weeks are a bit strange with the release um, the releasing of, of two episodes a week. Um, but if you have any feedback at all, please do send that in. You can find me, um, at Jess at postrecaps.com if you want to email us. Of course, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Jess Sterling. Sarah is at Sarah Ferguson. Or where we are always hanging out is the Posture Recaps Discord. If you want to support us by becoming a patron, you could do so at postrecaps.com slash Patreon. Um, the $5 level, you get access to a bunch of bonus podcasts, some early releases of podcasts. But at the $10 level you do get discord full discord access you could play dungeons and dragons with us we do have this new movie club thing happening where we all watch movies together um there's a book club there is something for everybody i truly believe that um join us in the patron discord at posterrecaps.com slash patreon um sarah what do you have going on what do you want to tell the people to check out yeah, so Jess and I have our own podcast called Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, where we cover uh, 90s shows. So Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek. We're currently finishing up the best season, arguably, of Boy Meets World season five. It was wow. a great season. Um, and we are just starting season four of Dawson's Creek. So it's a great time. And we also have 90s content such as movies. So follow us at Chit90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram to see what we come out with next. 
Amazing. You can also find me on community building here on Posture Recaps, covering the show community with Josh Wiggler. We are on our third season. Um, we are just about to get into probably what is uh, most commonly referred to as the best episode of community in remedial chaos theory. I'm super excited to cover that. Um, you can also find me um, covering the wilds, which is coming out this week, or excuse me, the coverage is coming out this week with our kickoff podcast. Season two is coming up in May. It is an Amazon prime video show about a group of teen girls who gets stranded on an Island. Um, I know it sounds a bit tropey, but trust me, it is such a good show. Everyone should check it out. I cannot recommend it enough. I'm going to be covering that with Grace and Ariel. So I'm really excited about that as well. Um, but yeah, and of course, you can also hear me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with Sarah. So we appreciate you all checking out this podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, you can do so at postshowrecaps.com slash flight attendant pod. And we will talk to you all next time with season two, episode two tomorrow. So uh, you w- it won't be long until we're in your earbuds again. Thank you all for listening. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.